Good morning. Happy Monday. Steady Trade Treats listeners, my name is Bryce Tui, joined once again, and as always, by Matthew Monaco. We are here today to talk about basically the end of last week um, and the, the hot stocks and what maybe to be looking for this week. And ideally, at the end of this episode, we'll be talking about possibly coming weeks, even months, just a little bit of longer term lookout plan. So the stocks we'll be talking about this week are SKYS and FAMI. And then we'll be talking a little bit about stimulus checks and what we think that's going to be doing for overall economy and the stock market. Remember, this is not investment advice, only for informational and educational purposes. Let's dig into it. Uh, stock number one is Skys, S-K-Y-S. It's a Sky Solar, uh, Sky Solar Holdings. I'm sorry. It's a company based in Hong Kong. This was an interesting one to me. It wasn't a gap up and they released their news at 9.43 a.m. So again, that's why it wasn't a gap up. But the daily chart, very, very ugly. I mean, it had just been beaten down from about $6 all the way down to under three on no volume. And then Friday came around and it traded about a little over 20 million shares on news that a global developer, the Skies, which is a global developer, owner and operator of solar panels announced that on the application of the company on August 13th, the Grand Court of the Cayman Islands discharged in its entirety and with immediate effect, it has been granted to Hudson Solar Cayman LP. Basically, they're just able to get more business, uh, from my understanding, in a different area. It seems a little bit, I don't know, uh, maybe it's good news, but again, the <laughs> the stock price itself speaks for itself. This, while it did hold up really well at the end of the day, which in my opinion, Matt, I'm sure you've seen Stocks that release news at really odd times, it's not a gap up, so shorts aren't getting stuck in it right out of the gates. It was really choppy at the end of the day. It made its move up. Opened up the day at $3.22, hit a high of five twenty eight. So, you know, the, what, a 60, 70, 80% move? I don't, I don't know. Not doing math off the top of my head. Matt, that's your, that's your strong suit. You know I didn't do too well in calc. <laughs> um, it's interesting that it's holding up so well. And again, $6 will prove to be a very big resistance area, but the fact that it's holding well after hours, they could be priming for another PR, which could send this on a multi-day run, but we haven't seen many multi-day runs lately. So it's interesting to me, Matt, I know, I don't know if you've even really taken a heavy look at their news or the stock itself, because I know this isn't your bread and butter and you weren't trading Friday, but what do you make of it? I took Friday off. You know, we were preaching, and most of our episodes last week, like summer, it's a little slower. And definitely was a little slower on Friday. Didn't really have a lot in watch. So I just took the day off. And you don't have to trade every day. I don't want to sound like Tim Sykes too much here. But like, it's okay to like be a quote unquote retired trader. And because every day there's not going to be a trade. You only got to play the trades when they're there. And sometimes it's like once a month. I know we're spoiled in 2020. And there was like five good plays a day for the last several months. But it's okay to take it slow. Uh, this one, my thoughts are California had like a blackout over the weekend. I saw some tweets about that. And California is very big on solar. Um, so I don't know if that'll play a factor. The odd stock trader is a guy I follow on Twitter and he brought that up. It'll be interesting to see if there's any correlation there between like blackouts in California because of fossil fuels and then switching it over into solar power because solar power, you know, in theory like it's the sun like you can there should be less blackouts solar sector has been hot and cold the last couple of years it's still new uh tesla is involved in it and tesla's been on a wild run they've got their stock split too so i don't know if that will be a factor it'd be really cool to see another sector run is basically what i'm saying maybe skies could be the beginning of it or it could just be a one and done uh so it's something to keep out keep an eye out for going in the week see if any other solar plays are running yeah 
I agree. If, if, if this holds up well and continues a multi-day run, that'd be sweet. Cause I mean, one stock is never indicative of a, of a sector movement or of a sector run, but that was a really good point you just brought up that I actually didn't know that maybe this is the beginning of a solar run. We'll see. It's a way too early to say, but just keep it on watch for Monday. And that's all you can do here. Uh, next stock we're going to talk about is FAMI uh, Farmy Inc. Let's see. It's an agricultural company and their products uh, and supplier in China. And on the 14th, it announced its subsidiary Zhejiang Forest Food Company uh, has received new customer orders for its dried whole mushrooms and dried mushroom slices. The customer and investment trading company will export the mushrooms to the U.S. and Canada. The CEO, oh, this is pretty interesting. This is a female CEO. We'd love to see that. Um, comment that these latest orders represent another positive development and, will, and reflect the long-term relationships we focus on building. We are benefiting from the inc- increased global demand as customers seek out healthier organic foods. <laughs> I definitely think it's cool. I mean, the the I don't know. Yeah, there's a definitely a clear demand for for a healthier food product. But again, whether it was dilution or what it whatever it was, uh, the stock made a run. FAMI opened up. Friday at one dollar and four cents at a high of one sixty seven. But by the actually by the end of, by after hours by the end of after hours that day it was trading back under a dollar under where it gapped up from. I don't know if that's dilution or just a massive sell off. Clearly the news was not that strong. So I'm sure this is something that was on many people's radars. Given it was a very nice move and it did on over two hundred million shares traded that day, but it looks pretty pretty toast. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, this one's a little sketchy. I mean, it's funny that a lot of low flow stocks are Chinese. And I don't know, when I see that, like a Chinese low flow, that's just super sketchy to begin with anyways. (laughs) So uh, this is a good example. Yeah, low flow stocks are volatile. They're crazy. Uh, This one was crazy, had some crazy moves. They're a little more unpredictable, in my opinion, uh, versus a large, like, because they can be manipulated in either direction with much less capital. than if you see a large flow, or large cap stock or like those there's a reason those moves are so much more organic and take longer it's because you need can't manipulate them as much so yeah i mean this one's not really gonna be on my radar going forward it's sketch stock but you know teach their own like it might be a good short on monday when you're doing this episode if it spikes up at all yeah no and this this again we've said it a few times here but this just seems to be the theme of penny stock runners lately is that again second day runs really aren't that uh aren't that prominent and you know whether that means that they die the second day or they die at the end of the first day just it's what we're seeing right now so the just i guess use fami as an example of what could happen to many of your penny stocks that you're trading whether again end of the day or the next day you know don't 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 go in overly uh, overly hopeful that these are going to be three, four, five day runners on stupid volume in fact the majority of the multi day runners i've seen have been on lower volume um, and then that's overextension move happens with volume. So my personal opinion, but yeah. Okay, Matt, let's move into, you want to talk about stimulus checks and just what we've kind of been hearing about that? Yeah. So as we close out this episode, I mean, there hasn't been a ton of movement in our little penny stock niche, um, but stimulus checks, when the first stimulus checks came out, that was kind of the start of the crazy COVID runners that we saw. A lot of people had some spare money. So they went to like, brokers like Robinhood opens up some accounts and we saw some of these crazy moves. There was supposed to be a second round, which we alluded to on a couple of previous episodes, but Congress couldn't come to a deal. They couldn't reach a mutual conclusion. 
uh, and now they're on break until Labor Day. So that's like three weeks. So like for the next three weeks, there's guaranteed no stimulus checks. And now it's all up in the air if they're even going to get thrown out in the first place. I want a stimulus check. I mean, I don't think anyone out there doesn't really uh, could heat the market back up into the end of the year, which would be awesome. But for the time being, like, it's just, I think, contributing to just the slow market we're seeing. And I don't know if it's going to help it. It could dry up even more. For any of you older traders, quote unquote older, if you remember August 2019, that was like the slowest market that day traders have seen in like a decade. It was incredible. There was maybe one runner a week. So we're nowhere near that level of slowness, but it's definitely slowing up. I know I've said that several times and I would like to see something to spark it back up, you know, a little greedy day trader mindset there. <laughs> but yeah, who, who, who doesn't want to see a second round of stimulus checks, especially if you're a trader, just, you, you know what, you know what that, that has the power to do for the market. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot more to add on that other than that. It sucks that we were kind of hoping for something before this. And now at least like Matt said, we're waiting another three weeks at the minimum to even just know if it's going, if there's a possibility. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, like we said, not a whole lot going on right now, and especially in the penny stock world. Um, there have been some, there have been some like ten dollar plus movers lately, but again, you can't really classify that. It's some of them are low float, but they're not penny stocks. Yeah, it's earnings season, um, which I wasn't really thinking about until this moment. Um, and a lot of times, money flows out of small caps during earnings season to the mid large caps because there's some really good moves there. And then, so like, it's pretty common, like four times a year, you can pretty much pinpoint it when earnings start to come out for these real stocks, money flows out of penny stocks, goes to the earnings winners. And then once earnings winners, there's no action anywhere. So all those quote unquote degenerate traders that were trading those earnings winners then flood back to low floats and penny stocks. And we start seeing some good moves. again. Right. And remember last August, you know, you were saying that that was one of the slowest penny stock markets we've seen. Well, the economy was strong last year. I mean, earnings winners, were plentiful so that probably you know now say having having said that that probably is something to do with why it was so slow kind of a little weaker now which that may indicate why penny stocks even though it's in a slower market they're still around it'll be definitely interesting to see that once earnings season starts to taper off and again that typical fall actions hopefully typical fall action maybe comes back around just don't don't walk away for too long you never want to miss something again this slow market is still hot compared to a lot of slow markets so Let's hope that in the next few weeks, we can start seeing some real penny stock movers. But again, we'll have a better idea at the end of, uh, after this episode is put out, you know, the next few days, hopefully next week starts to give us something, but that's all you can do is be hopeful. Play what the market gives you. Exactly. All right, Matt, you have anything else to add? No, no, that's it. Uh, it's another week. It's what, third week, fourth week of August. Not really sure. I think it's the third week third, third. of August. Um, yeah. Wishing you all the best of luck. And, yep. and we will uh, we'll see you guys for your Wednesday edition of Steady Trade Treats in two more days. Hope you guys have a good start to the trading week. Goodbye, everyone.